Hi everyone, welcome to this, I don't know, Blue Moon's edition of Stick to Sports. I did actually pause it. I paused the subscriptions as well because there's just so much going on with the book and, you know, hockey season is starting again. Plus I have a dog and other life responsibilities. So I didn't want to charge people because I didn't think I would reliably be able to post. And I am not saying that the podcast is coming back. I just feel like there are a few things that are really important that I speak about. So it is the volley, so I'm going to keep this short because I have other things to do, but, and I I really didn't want to work today at all, but I've been seeing, and I know I've already written about the Blackhawks and just the impact not only, I mean, the past few weeks have had, but kind of the narrative that reporters are still spinning and the league is spinning. I've already talked about it, but there are a couple things in particular that I would like to spend a little more time addressing or just address again and be very clear about it because I do not hold hockey mainstream media in a high light or I I did not believe that they are real journalists. I don't believe that They are, I mean, they're just a bunch of fanboys. And the P, the Pro Hockey Writers Association, I know I'm going to mess it up and say PWHPA, so I just said it out loud. But they are, that organization is really useless. Um, Anyone can join. A lot of problematic people are in it. And there's zero care, really, to what their reporters do and how they report on things. And I mean how sports reporters cover sexual assault in general is another discussion entirely because they are not trained to do so and they should really not be saying anything about it unless they are trained to do so. But my, I think right now, a big or the big red flag that I want to address right now is that I'm trying to think of how to say this, but I have seen a lot of people, and in this case, it's really the reporters that are the ones that are committing it the worst, but I have been seeing a lot of people really contort themselves into knots to not defend the Blackhawks, but I guess praise those involved for growth and defend what the players are saying right now. I'm not sure if that's really the best way to phrase it. Um, In particular, the, so I'm gonna read this because in particular, the comments that I have serious issues with come from Mark Lazarus, who has, I mean, it's not surprising to hear that coming from him because he's, I don't know, he he's real, like, he wrote a whole fluff piece on Patrick. It was just bad. Anyway, he said something, so he was talking about Jonathan Taze and Taze's comments, I'm not going to repeat them because I just don't think they deserve the light, but basically Taze said a lot of really bad things. Um, he said he called Stan Bowman a good person, 
even though I, people who cover up sexual assault are not good people. And so the comments that Mark Lazarus posted from Jonathan Taves said, I can't undo what happened. I just like to know more and more about what Kyle feels and what he wants and what he envisions for the future. Maybe someone like me in my position can make a difference. This is not about what Taves said, because that would take me 800 years to break down the fact that he's, I just, I can't even deal with him right now. But he said, um... Okay, Mark Lazarus commented, I'm sure there will be further eye-rolling from these comments because we're also, quote or in parentheses, understandably cynical these days. But it's never too late to say the right thing. Sure beats not saying it at all. Recognizing a mistake and trying to fix it is a good thing, even if it's part of PR. And I see comments like this from people, and I don't, I mean... It is too late to say the right thing. There, It absolutely is too late to say the right thing when you could have stopped harassment of someone who suffered sexual assault or sexual abuse. And I mean, I guess in order to have this conversation that I was thinking of having, we'd have to go into whether or not the players actually knew. But from the research I've done, and writing about it for the book always you know someone I mean I don't know if you've heard of the podcast someone knows something but pretty much someone always knows something or you at least suspect so I mean Caves could have done something and he didn't and and you know even if let's let's say okay he didn't know what to do or he was too young or he was whatever excuse you want to give him for what happened 10 years ago does not excuse what he's said since then and what he's been saying right now you know at 22 a lot that's the age that a lot of people who are less privileged than Jonathan Taves are considered like full-fledged adults I don't know why at 22 I mean I do know why at 22 he's still considered a child so I don't even want to go there but his comments they're harmful they're incredibly harmful. Do you, do you know what it's like? It's it's a slap in the face. And for him to say something like that, for Taves to call Sam Bowman a good person, it was just incredibly disgusting. And, I mean, Taves obviously could have done something. And, you know, he was the captain. If he didn't do something and he wasn't aware, then he's not a good captain to begin with. It's it's a problem. You know, you can't... It's not good if you knew and you did some, didn't do anything about it. It's also not good if you just didn't know what was going on because you're in that position where you're supposed to know what's going on. Maybe someone like me in my position can make a difference. Yeah, you could have and you didn't. Anyway, my comment, my, my issues are not with Taves. I mean, they are with Taves, but for the purpose of this podcast, they are not there with people like Mark Lazarus because reporters are just doing whatever they can to defend this kind of behavior. And Lazarus is obviously wrong because it is too late to say the right thing. And the further eye rolling is just a really disgusting thing to say to anybody, like to call out these people who are understandably calling out the lack of accountability with the Blackhawks, with the NHL, the rhetoric that these people are using, like to flippantly dismiss it by calling it eye rolling comments, like or eye rolling behavior is just really gross. And I say this not only as a human being and not only as a hockey fan, but also as a survivor of sexual assault. Like, that was a really disgusting thing for him to say. And you're not, first of all, as a, okay, I'm getting a little bit off track, but 
and I, I the point that I really want to make here is we are calling out these players and the NHL and the people who are in charge because they are the ones that did not do what they were supposed to do. And they are the ones who have the power to do the correct thing. And they are the ones who can change this. And it's very important that everything they do is correct, including the rhetoric that they use. However, this is not about them. Like, it's not about whether or not Taves looks like a good person or not. And that's like the thing that these reporters are doing is focusing on the people who, you know, covered up these crimes or the people who were, I guess, if you buy Gary Bettman's response for Kevin Shovel Day Off, are adjacent to the people who covered up these crimes. It's a, not about whether or not they look good. And the fact that reporters are bending over, like, insanely just to do whatever they can to say, oh, this is growth, or I believe this person, or, like, it's not about him. It's about every survivor of Brad Aldrich. It's about every survivor in hockey. It's about survivors of sexual assault and of sexual abuse. It's about Kyle Beach. It's not about them. And for you to put so, for someone to put so much effort in making excuses for the Blackhawks or, you know, saying, okay, I believe this per like, look at this person, like they're saying the right thing now. Like, it's not about whether or not they look good. It's not about them. It's about protecting other people. And I'm just really tired of this BS going around where reporters are just once again, and you know, this is really well documented, but reporters always put the focus on the perpetrators who are the ones currently in power, the ones currently playing, and they don't put any stock into survivors or the victims. And it's ridiculous. It's so abhorrent. And I mean, you know, their hockey media is terrible. Hockey is terrible. But everything that has happened with this case in particular is just beyond disgusting in every manner. And it's it's not just that it happened and it happened 10 years ago and no cons- no actions were taken and more people's more people were hurt because of that inaction it's because even today you know how how are we supposed to have any faith in anything is changing when these people are still not being held accountable when the the reporters are still acting the way that they do i don't know i just Anyway, this is about the survivors and this is about protecting people. And the last thing I will say is that people are not your fucking trial and error. Like they don't get you, you, you're so concerned with giving people second chances, but you're playing with fucking people's lives and that's not a fucking joke. And I don't know why everyone seems to think that it is flippantly that this person who did something that harmed other people is allowed to be in a position to do it again. There is no fucking second chance here. Because when someone's sexually assaulted, that fucking, that, that will stay, that shit will stay with you until you die. And probably when you die, it'll fucking stay with your ghost. So please explain to me why these people who were adjacent to people who covered up sexual assault or who were in positions of power in Kevin Dayoffs in his case and we're in that meeting why do they get another chance to possibly ruin more lives 
That's the fucking question that I have. And it's not even a question. I understand. I I wrote this when I wrote that essay. I wrote this in the book. Hockey doesn't give a fucking, a flying fuck about survivors of sexual assault or sexual abuse. All hockey cares about is protecting itself and the people around it. And they are just such abhorrent people. I mean, they're just abhorrent people. I don't have anything else to say. I've, I've said a lot. I've done a lot of interviews. I don't know how many times I can keep repeating the same thing, but it's abhorrent. The whole thing is disgusting. Anyway, that's it for today, really. Um, if you are a survivor, please take care of yourself. And I know for a lot of people, it's hard because we feel like our voices are the are the ones that people have to hear and that our perspective obviously is important, but these people are ghouls and that's an insult to ghouls. And just please remember to take care of yourself and, you know, there is support there in the hockey community, not from the people in charge, but from the people who are around it. So hang in there and hang tight. All right, I'll talk to you guys whenever.